Geek Counter Geek is up next. But first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Stacey Pressman, and I'm the host of the Pressman Hour Podcast, along with my co-host, Angela Riley. I'm a comedian, I'm a provocateur, and I like to talk about everything and anything that comes to my head. Me and my co-host, Angela, we kind of fight about stuff. Sometimes we have great guests, so if you have like an hour to spare and you're not doing anything, Listen to the Pressman Hour on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like... Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek 147. I'm Keith Conrad. Keith R. Conrad on Twitter. And I'm Misty Callahan. Misty A. Callahan on Twitter. And we really do need to get off our duff and make a new Geek Counter Geek Twitter. Well, I think... um, I'm not sure. I mean, it's... uh, can, Can we... You think we can get the name back? Nobody else is using it as far as I know. Oh, we could figure it out. Well, I think we need to figure out something because, you know. There's baby, memes to share. There are memes to share, especially Baby Yoda memes, which, by the way, I'm totally here for Baby Yoda we, Baby Yoda memes. Yeah, we are missing the golden age of Baby Yoda memes. That's Absolutely. Yeah, so so I think you're right. We probably do have to try to get uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the Geek Counter Geek Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if we could just get, like, GCG. Hmm. I think that's fair. If we can't get Geek Counter Geek, maybe we'll do that. All right. Maybe cool. Geek slash Counter Geek. See mm-hmm. that n- nobody would have that. Yeah. There you go. Look at us being smart and stuff. So speaking of uh, of Baby Yoda, we're uh, we're five episodes into the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you and I were both a little uh, little touch and go at the beginning, like the the first episode. But yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm liking it. I'm like it too like uh, episode five i've seen a lot of reactions it's like hit or miss um it seems to me like it was a bit of a filler episode but it was still fun um they were on tatooine spoiler alert sorry guys they were so that was kind of cool to see um not a lot of baby yoda which kind of made me sad on the inside but it was still cool because i think you know the mandalorian character himself is interesting um, so it was kind of cool to see him kind of like, you know, zoom around, you know, and bounty hunt and all that kind of jazz. Well, the character that they were going after, uh, the Mandalorian and another bounty hunter. Um, so she makes it through the episode. And at the end, we just see like uh, somebody come find her and mm-hmm. we just see a pair of boots. So a lot and of people. A, a cape. Yeah. A lot of people are um, are anticipating that that will be somebody we know. Ah, but here's the thing. Some people are, I saw a couple of Boba Fett's question mark. I was like, he died though. So I think it'll be, inter- I don't think it'll be him. Sorry for people who have the Boba Fett kind of, you know, theory going. Um, but he did kind of die. Um, but I, I'm interested to see who it'll be. Yeah. If, if it is somebody we'd know, I don't know who it actually could be. Like so, somebody from Tatooine anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's Boba Fett. Um, yeah, didn't everybody else get blown up with Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, I think so because didn't Boba Fett fall into like the the like the belly of that 
worm thing, whatever it was in the and, ground. And the Mandalorian, um, uh, it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So Darth Maul is dead mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> now, now you didn't get into Star Wars Rebels. No. But, I, I, um, apparently I need to. I also want to see like the, the Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars and Star Wars. That, that'll that be something maybe we watch uh, and mm-hmm. uh, discuss for the patrons. Yes. At uh, patreon.com slash geekcountergeek. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's a, a thing you can catch up on. Because I was wondering what we're going to do next. Because uh, we have, uh, um, you know, I watched... Avatar The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. which I hadn't seen and I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, now you get all the Avatar Avatar Cabbage references now. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so so you're in the process of watching uh, Battlestar Galactica, which mm-hmm. uh, you said you'd, you like thus far. Mm-hmm. So may, maybe that'll be the next thing, uh, right. the next thing we, we take for a test drive. Sweet. Let's do that. And, and actually, there's going to be more uh, Clone Wars episodes. They're doing the final season. Ah, okay, cool. Because, uh, uh, you know, Clone Wars was something that was going on before Disney bought mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And then Disney kind of put the kibosh on it. There was a bit of an uproar, and now they've decided to do a final season. Mm-hmm. Which apparently will, will lead into Revenge of the Sith. Ah. Because it, it's, um, it's like the... <clears throat> it, it basically is supposed to portray the battle that Ahsoka was in when Revenge of the Sith was going on. Ah. But you don't even know who Ahsoka is. I have ideas. I think, so. isn't she like um, Anakin's Padawan or whatever? She is. See, I know a little something-something. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. You know, 2020 uh, figures to be a pretty pretty big year for, uh, for geeks. Because mm-hmm. we've got, uh, well, we've got Star Wars right at the end. Mm-hmm, of this year. Yeah. That's coming up in a little bit. And I'm excited uh, for it. Here's the thing. Not to, like, you know, be that person. Because I'm, you always see things online about spoilers and stuff. <clears throat> about, you know, this was leaked or that was leaked. Um, so I did see one thing that had the quote-unquote leaked ending of, like, you know, the, uh, the, the last... What is it? Rise of Skywalker. That's right. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just going to wait and see. Was that the ending where uh, it turns out Ray is Shmi? No, no. It was. Um, she's basic. I don't know. Should, can I say it? Should I say it? I don't know. Whatever. It, well, if you've seen anyway. it, other people have seen it. Well, it, it's probably wrong anyway. But it's like how she's she's the granddaughter of Palpatine. I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And um, um, how the only thing that well, gives me pause is like it says, like basically, you know, toward the end, you know, Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo just kind of like disappears and they don't do anything with him toward the end. Like he's just gone. Um, and that causes me to pause. I'm like, please don't do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> can we just wrap things up? Even if he dies, can we just wrap it up? Well, do you think that there's going to be a, uh, a, a Ben Demption? Like uh, that was with Vader? I think so. I think so. Because, listen, I'm one of those uh, Raylo shippers, so... Oh, you are? I, I okay. am. I'm a Raylo. You know, and what, I didn't start off as one, but then, like, I saw all these people put together these fantastic, like, little montage videos of them, and I'm like, all right, cool, now I'm feeling it. Let's do this. 
I'm agnostic on that one. Oh, you're like, agnostic yeah, on them being I, together? Yeah, I really don't care who gets together with who at the, <laughs> at the end of this, as long as there's, you know, some sort of happy ending and yeah. everything gets together. Um, That's just it for me. Like, at the end of the day... No, uh, no Rose and, and... Well, you know, if Rose and Finn get together or, you know... I just want, like, just, you know, cohesion in the plot. That That's what I'm looking for, yeah. And, uh, you know... Like uh, as I've as I've said uh, many times on on this here podcast, mm-hmm. uh, in the Last Jedi, I really liked mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker's arc in that story. Mm-hmm. I, I could identify with it personally. Just being um, a grumpy man alone in a in a, in a cabin somewhere. No, uh, so um, you know when you when you follow Luke through the the first you know trilogy, mm-hmm. like at the end, like he thinks that that's like sort of like from this point on it's just live happily ever after and mm-hmm. everything's great and it turns out his his the his his fight his his level of annoyance was was just getting started <laughs> yeah. and uh, anybody who's followed my career trajectory you can probably figure <laughs> out why i identify with that oh that's very true very true but Eventually, we'll get a happy ending in there. Right. Ho- yes. ho- hopefully. So, uh, so, yeah. so, so anyway, I've, I've said on this podcast and elsewhere that I, I really liked Luke Skywalker's uh, story arc. Mm-hmm. I just thought the rest of the story was terrible. <laughs> yeah. which, which, by the way, I should, should mention, uh, just so there's no hard feelings with Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday, we saw Knives Out. Ah, yes. I at least thought it was really good. I did think it was really good. There were some really funny moments in there. Like, I didn't know where it was going because, like, you know, in the beginning, not to give things away, you, you they kind of tell you who, quote-unquote, killed the um, old man. So you kind of know it's supposed to be, like, a mystery who done it. But the way that they did it actually was really interesting. Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of wondering why they told you that because it's it's probably like a third of the way through the movie if even that uh-huh. they tell you who did it yeah and, and i was kind of wondering uh how they did that and it turns out there actually is a a, a big twist at the end there is there is so uh, um, yeah definitely if and, you that, and that was that, say it, it's good that was much like the last jedi both written and directed by mm-hmm. ryan johnson well, and so that was so funny because I remember us going home and I was like, okay, why was Knives Out so good and The Last Jedi so meh? And you brought up a point about how, like, you know, the world, the universe of Star Wars is so vast in the, you know, and like in Knives Out is just more contained. So maybe he does right. better with things that are more contained. Could be, yeah. Um, you know, and, and he was... Like, like the Star Wars world exists, and he was sort of like having mm-hmm. to play in a sandbox, and in this case, he was Able to creating make, the yeah. sandbox. Yeah. So that that's certainly got to be a very different experience uh, for a director. Mm-hmm. I would know. I haven't directed a movie. Probably won't. That doesn't seem like a... <laughs> seems like if I was going down that path, it yeah. would have happened already. Yeah. Um... But uh, but yeah, knives out. I I'd, really I'd give good. it uh, I'd give it at least three knives. Three knives, I like it. Um, yeah. Then we have um, Star Wars coming up, and then the Black Widow trailer just dropped. I'm so here for it. You know what? After um, 
the last Avengers movie, what was that? I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. Yeah. Okay, thank you. After that, I was just kind of like, okay, now I'm done. I saw... I saw everything. I saw all of the, all of the things. They, they wrapped it up nicely. They wrapped it up really nicely. I don't need to see any more comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And then this Black Widow trailer dropped, and I'm here for it. Like it looks amazing. And also in 2020, we've got Wonder Woman coming out. So yes. between Black Widow and um, uh, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. there's plenty of. Uh, of uh, of sort of girl power ish movies mm-hmm. for conservative talk radio to be mad about. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too woke. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally here for um, the Black Widow movie. It looks amazing. Um, and Wonder Woman. I I guess the trailer drops tomorrow. From what I've seen, um, I've seen they. I guess they have teaser trailers. On, right uh, on the on the tweeter right now. It, 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 I, you know, I'd have to look back at when it actually uh, when, when it actually was in theaters. It seems like it's been a while since Wonder yeah. Woman came out. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, it was like maybe there were I don't know. I have to Google it or whatever. But it seems like they they were working on it and then they kind of paused it and then something whatever. Because I remember seeing like posters for Wonder Woman eighty four. Well, the way uh, Star Trek has gone, it was probably some sort of salary dispute with Chris Pine. Probably. Because <laughs> somehow he's back in it, which I, I would be interested to see how that happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and also coming up for geekery um, to consume would be Picard. Star Trek Picard. and uh, so, so we've got Star Wars wrapping up this year and then Star Trek uh, beginning of next. And then uh, I know you... You haven't seen it yet. Maybe it's, it's another thing that you'll watch later on for and, and discuss with uh, with patrons. Mm-hmm. But uh, Discovery will be later in the year. But they they haven't actually announced when that one's coming in, coming mm-hmm. in yet. I know they they did a teaser trailer that looks kind of interesting, but mm-hmm. uh, they haven't actually announced when that's coming back. It, it'll be you know sometime not too long after Picard comes out. Mm-hmm. And Picard is ten episodes. So yeah, I, I would imagine before then we'll we'll know when Discovery is coming out. But Picard looks really good. I mean, it's it's John Luke Picard and the Borg again. So how can well, you not I'm, go wrong with that? I am all I'm here for you know the next generation Star Star Trek. So that was my jam back in the day. That was my oh, jam. My, mine too. So I'm excited about it because, like, in the last um, trailer that we saw for it, you know, they are bringing a bunch of the characters back. I remember seeing Riker in it. That's yeah. exciting. R- Riker and Troy are in this one. Uh, actually, Jonathan Frakes directed two of the episodes. Ooh. That's what so, and, I, and I'm not sure how that factors into the ones that he was actually in. You know, if he directed those or if he didn't or, mm-hmm. or, or what. But anyway, they're, they're both in there and... Uh, Data is in there. Uh, not sure if he's. Uh, they, they they've pretty much said that he's not actually there. That it's either like a dream or holodeck or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, <clears throat> Data's in there. Uh, so far, uh, Michael Dorn and uh, uh, Lavar Burton have both said they'd like to be involved. <gasps> Yes. But there, there's nothing. Yet. It would be more like season two because uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart has said that he sees like maybe five seasons mm-hmm. for this. Okay. 
Well, listen, I have loved LeVar Burton ever since reading Rainbow. So Same. I adore the man. I hope he is on Picard because I'd love to see him uh, reprise Jordi LaForge. Um, well, there's actually a, uh, there, there's a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, countdown to Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. I think the first issue just came out. We may have to see if we can pick it up. Yeah. Um, where it's actually mentioned that that uh, LaForge is out of Starfleet. Uh-huh. And, um, but apparently they're still in contact in some way. So mm-hmm. maybe that's setting up him, him being involved in later seasons. The plot thickens. Yes, we shall see. But... One other thing we'll see is uh, great headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio. Heck yeah. They have their key features include eight colors and styles that are available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions. They're designed to sound great for music and talk. So when you're listening to podcasts like this one, they'll sound muy bueno. And then they also have noise reducing designs and a lifetime warranty. So definitely go check out www.tweakedaudio.com and use discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping and we're also brought to you by everybody who sponsors well everybody who throws us a few shekels at patreon.com heck yeah slash geek counter geek show us Um, some love man show us some love and you'll get access to uh all sorts of uh, bonus content like uh you know we're going to talk about uh, uh my adventures watching avatar the last airbender and Watching that poor man lose all of his cabbages. <laughs> and also, um, all of my adventures of watching things that I never really watch because I hardly watch any shows. <laughs> you can check out things Misty has not so, watched. <laughs> so, so right now we're, we're plugging away through uh, Battlestar Galactica, yes. which will have a, 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 a bonus episode talking about that. Yes. And, so that's going to be um, fun. I, I actually really enjoyed it so far. But you can check out the rest of my thoughts on Patreon, so be sure to check it out. Patreon.com slash GeekCounterGeek. Also help us pay for our wedding. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, following that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I put you on the spot. My bad. Well, it's true, though. Uh, it, it is. Yeah. So, shouts out to your buddy who drew us a picture. Yes, we should uh, should mention that uh, before we get into the the meat of the discussion here that uh, you and I are engaged now. You. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be fun and and uh, and such over the next few months. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say fun and expensive, but I, I didn't want to sound like grumpy about it. It's it is though. It is yeah. like, oh my gosh, I might as well just put a gun in my face because you're robbing me at this point. Like seriously, like we'll look at a venue. I mean, this is kind of like a little side thing, but we'll look at a venue and be like, oh, a, a corporate party, four hundred dollars, and then you scroll down, marriage party or whatever, reception, five thousand. It's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, ooh, it's the same space. What's happening? <laughs> it's the same space for the same amount of time. And it's like thousands more like oh my goodness gracious anyway so so we're thinking about like having a surprise wedding yeah so so we just we, we just get like a like a, a restaurant and just say oh yeah we're doing a birthday party and then <laughs> hey look surprise a wedding it's program. a wedding 
Because I actually know somebody who did that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they were necessarily trying to uh, trying to fool the event space. Mm-hmm. I think that they they just they were actually trying to surprise their friends. Yeah. So they set up a surprise. They they set up a birthday party and said, "Hey, this is a surprise birthday party for mm-hmm. for this guy." And then uh, when everybody got to said surprise birthday party, they found out it was actually a wedding. See, that's cute. Let's that's cute. That. Speaking of cute, I should mention that uh, when I did propose to you, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, first of all, there was a lot of buildup to this because mm-hmm. uh, I kept saying, you know, this is going to happen, but I'm trying to put together this grand over-the-top gesture. Uh-huh. And because uh, it, it did take a while to put together, but uh, what I did was I reached out to a... Uh, a podcaster named Scott Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he runs uh, Frog Pants Studios, and he's uh, he's both a artist and a podcaster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I just reached out to him and said, hey, you know, I'm I had this idea because Misty is an artist mm-hmm. uh, to uh, give her like a one panel comic with the proposal in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he was uh, to my surprise didn't take any uh, any arm twisting. He was into the idea, so he did it. Mm-hmm. Took like a month to to actually get it done, but but we got it done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I framed it, put it on the couch, and uh, you yeah. uh, you were very surprised to see a present sitting on the couch, and yeah. it seemed vaguely annoyed like, what, what is going on <laughs> listen, here listen the backstory is that day it was a really bad day i was mf'd on the phone and everything by a, a listener and i was just it was just a bad day all around and i get home and there's this thing on on the couch wrapped up and i'm like what is this <laughs> So so you opened it and ugly cried and, and yeah I ugly yeah. cried and so yay yay now we're getting married. So yeah. thank you to Scott Johnson for yes. doing that for me. Thank you. I loved it. I hearted it. It's it's now hanging in our hallway forever. Yes. So yay. So uh, all that to say, right before that happened, mm-hmm. you uh, as uh, this month's. Pop culture blind spot uh, episode. You watch yes. the right stuff. Yeah. So basically, we had a poll. Um, it was between the right stuff and Apollo thirteen, I do believe. And, uh, yes. Uh, the Wait, right which stuff. you could kind of view Apollo thirteen since it's later in the space program as being mm-hmm. a bit of a sequel. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a good thing that people chose the right stuff. Yeah. So you guys uh, voted for the right stuff, and so um, my thoughts. Not bad too long it is a little long it's it's about three hours yeah uh, so yeah it's it's like titanic territory yeah um and then there were some moments where i'm like what is trying to be said here like um toward the end um there was like you know they had the um astronauts or you know the guys come into like this uh, arena in texas yeah it's after uh lbj in Mm -hmm. in real life Mm -hmm. you know it would be when lbj had them uh uh, move the band Space Flight Center to Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, I wonder why he wanted it in Texas. Yeah. Uh, and so he's literally at this event, and he goes, "Look what I've done! I've brought the astronauts." And uh, there's literally a ten-minute sequence where they're watching a stripper. And uh, well, that's being like really. Oh, it, it, it's artistic, but she's she's yeah, she's naked she, with some she's a feather fans. Yeah. 
And they literally just they spend 10 minutes with with each of the seven Mercury astronauts just sort of looking at each other and nodding. Like, yeah, we were dudes. We were in space, sort of watching a chick dance around. And then and, interspersed with that, there was um, uh, the guy flying. Yeah, that, Chuck Yeager, you know, Chuck, who, who, flying the, who got kind of left behind because. He was uh, he was the first uh, person to break the sound barrier, so he was the hottest number in flying, as they say in the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, he actually did help to train uh-huh. the astronauts. Which, by the way, he's in uh, First Man, but if you blink, you miss him. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and uh, for for various reasons, mostly because he didn't go to college, uh-huh. uh, he was he was never an astronaut himself. And so that's why they kind of go back to him because he's sort of the guy who's left behind. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine, and I, I understand that and I get it. But the way that the movie intercut scenes of him flying that jet, trying to get as high as he can, and then it's like basically crashes in with the lady with the fans and the dudes just kind of looking at each other and nodding. It's just really weird and kind of clunky. It came off a little yeah. bit. I mean, I could you could have cut that scene down at least by half, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Well, um, well the one thing that I that I really like in that scene is uh, Alan Shepard, mm-hmm. you know, the first American in space. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there with his wife and this uh, this this sort of like stereotypical Texan walks up to him and says hi, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he goes, "Where's John Glenn? I want to meet him." <laughs> and so then he sort of. Alan Shepard points at Glenn, and the the Texan guy walks over to him, and then uh, Al Shepard leans over to his wife and says, "Louise, I'm going to the moon. I mean, I'm on, I'm on my way." Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about that is, of the Mercury astronauts, he's the only guy that hung around long enough to actually go to the moon. Wow. So that's a, that's a nice little. I'm not even sure they meant it that way, but it's just a nice little subtle thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, overall, I think the movie was okay. Um, way too long, um, and that, and like I said, a couple of scenes were a little clunky to me. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was okay. It was okay. It was better than Howard the Duck. I'll say that. So we're getting better. We're you see, we're on a we're on a good trajectory. Howard the Buck. Howard the Howard the Buck. <laughs> Howard the Duck, and better than RoboCop. So we're getting better. Yeah, Just it's all it's almost less fun if the movie's. Like mm-hmm. decent, <laughs> a little bit, a little which, bit. Which, we, we have fun dragging like these terrible movies that we haven't seen. Like, like, mm-hmm. and and speaking of which, I've um, mm-hmm. I, I was I was racking my brain trying to think of uh, two movies that I haven't seen that could compete for, mm-hmm. you know, the January edition of Pop Culture Blind Spot. Have you ever seen Fright Night? Uh, I have not. Ooh. But but that that'll, that'll have to wait because I, I dang. Because I, I came up with two, and I, I, oh, I, I no. want to stick with that. Fine. See, Fright Night is, is one. We need two, so... Okay, well. um, So for a future one, mm-hmm. think of some sort of theme that another movie would fit in with Fright Night, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get it okay. in there. Well, this is kind of a scary movie, uh, clearly, but... For, uh, for next month, uh, I uh, want to uh, pick uh, The Running Man, mm-hmm. which I've never seen. And people will be surprised that I haven't seen this one. Or Logan's Run. Ooh, so they, okay. They, 
both have have running in the title. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, have you have you seen either of those? I have both? seen The Running Man. I don't remember Logan's Run. I may have seen it. Okay. But definitely seen The Running Man. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, a I, I'm a little worried because it's it's sort of the same era as Howard the Duck and RoboCop. I actually, from what I can remember of The Running Man, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's just an action movie, really. And, and don't judge me too much. I realize Logan's Run is a is a classic. I just mm-hmm. never got around to it. That's what this whole thing is about. Yeah. So don't judge me too much. We'll judge you harshly. Like like, like like Ed with uh, the Radio Misfits. He was judging me hardcore for not having seen RoboCop. Well, you know what? Speaking of judging, I have now, for, and I wouldn't buy it for a dollar. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of judging you for things you haven't seen, and we were talking earlier about trailers that have dropped. You know, uh, the new James Bond trailer uh, just dropped. Hey, I'm not saying you can't go see it. I'm saying... I'm going to have to find, find somebody to see, see it with, see it with because, me. Because you apparently have not seen any of the James Bond movies, nor do you want to break that streak. I, I think at this Which point... I think it's a shame, because listen, listen. As a woman, I always found like the earlier James Bond movies kind of cheesy. They're like action movies, but they're kind of like cheesy action or whatever. But the Daniel Craig installations are actually really good. So it's a shame you, you, you're, they're really good. The Daniel well, Craig I did, uh, as I was flipping through the channels one day, mm-hmm. I did land on one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it oh involved God. a really the scene I was watching involved a really big airplane, mm-hmm. so I don't know which one that was. But mm-hmm. at, at uh, any rate, as soon as I discovered that it was indeed a John, James Bond movie, you I flipped away. I flipped the You're channel. Like, oh God, no! Ah. And, and it didn't look bad, but I'm like, I have to respect the Cal Ripken like streak I got going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new James Bond film. Um, so yeah. We'll, we'll judge you for not seeing any. Uh, you've now seen the right stuff. And speaking of the right stuff, mm-hmm. the other things that have the right stuff are the other podcasts on the Radio Misfits podcast network, like Sports Dorks, Minutia Men, The Bite Goes On, uh, Destination, Destination Eat, Eat Drink. Drink. Yes. Uh, the Winemakers, Wine Women. You know, you'd almost think we have a, a, a Car thing guys about report. wine here. And uh, so, yeah, Man- Minutia Men, though, that's, uh, that, that's one of my favorites. That, that and Lasano and Friends. Oh. Yeah. Well, just check them out. They are all great podcasts. little something for everybody, regardless of what your tastes might be. There's something there for you. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just went to a better place, which isn't that what you say when something dies? Wow. By the way, I don't think uh, any of the uh, podcasts on the Radio Misfits Network will have a problem with Wonder Woman or Black Widow mm-hmm. existing. Yeah. <laughs> As mm-hmm. I'm expecting, mm-hmm. I'm expecting to hear something about that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We, you know, if, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, so in this uh, final segment of Geek Counter Geek, that's when we uh, we talk about our, uh, our our projects, give a an update on, on mm-hmm. where things stand, and and you've been working on uh, sort uh, of a, a, a preview p- comic of yeah. your comic. Uh, it's basically kind of like a funny joke comic. It's going to be a little two page thing, and then I'm going to do a 
12 pager and then what is it a 25 pager and then a hundred pager which then goes into the um, my magnum opus as they say which would be regeneratorum um, and the whole purpose of me doing like these shorter comics is for me to learn and get comfortable with the program and so I get proficient in it before I actually try to do my actual comic because um, as me- I've seen many um, uh, you know uh, you know YouTube channels giving tips you know from other web comic creators and they always say the same thing you know um, if you have a very long story in mind that you want to make into a comic don't start with that start with something smaller and shorter first because you are going to make mistakes um, and you need to learn to create a workflow and so when you actually start your comic that you really want people to get into you'll be knowledgeable you'll be comfortable and you'll have a good workflow so you can start churning out these pages a little bit you know in a timely manner so to speak and they'll look more professional and they'll look better so all of that to say i'm still working on this two pager because a we um just got over the thanksgiving break um there's been a few things going on a few things going on um, had basically your entire family come in, which, uh, um, you know, our boss, uh, you know, f- happily <laughs> coined as the convasion. Yes. <laughs> um, which is awesome. No, your, your family is so awesome. They're so great. Um, but it was a full house we had here during the holidays. So we had to finish restating a table which we've decided we'll never do again. Right. Um, it looks good, but we're never doing it again. We'll just spend the money. <laughs> um, we had to kind of clean and still have to clean up after everything. And, you know, and then we got engaged. And so we've been running around looking at venues. Um, so, yeah, it's been a little busy. Um, and we have uh, Christmas coming up and we're going to travel to Alabama. But all of that to say not making excuses for myself but i'm making excuses for myself so it's taken a little time plus i'm I'm not really you know i'm I'm really trying to learn this program learn something new today go me see progress not perfection progress progress so um yeah so hopefully this will be done shortly um I can at least get out this two-page comic. <laughs> See, it t- for me, like I'm having the the, the di- most difficult time with interiors and buildings. Like, I don't like drawing backgrounds, but you got to force yourself to do it. And so, getting perspective lines and the perspective rulers and everything, so things look decent, is a little time-consuming. But it's a challenging. It. It's a little challenging, uh, but I feel it'll be worth it. So yeah, I'm getting there. I'm working on the website. It's getting there. We have to change something about the IP address you were saying. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start a Patreon and um, just specifically for the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm going to um, kind of create a little something something. So the first 10 patrons will get this item nice as part of their um, Patreon pra- patronage. So, yeah, things are happening. Things are rocking and rolling. How about you on the writing front? Well, I uh, I, I guess, 
you could say I was in the the beta reader stage because mm-hmm. uh, I did have uh, uh, about uh, oh half a dozen or so people uh, people read it, mm-hmm. and uh, they have. But unfortunately, the first uh, the first like three were all about finding the massive grammatical and spelling errors. Ah, uh, okay. In it, mm-hmm. uh, because apparently there's something in my brain that just doesn't see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like literally, there there was uh, you know like most people that were that were looking for that stuff, they would give me like very specific instructions. You know, like this line has this error in it, mm-hmm. and I would literally have to look at it a couple times before I'd actually see it, mm-hmm. just because my brain knows what I was trying to say, and so I I didn't see it. So all I have to say is, uh, you know, on uh, on future proje- projects, I'm definitely going to need a good editor. Yes. But uh, a few people have looked at it since we uh, scrubbed out all of the, the, the spelling and grammatical errors. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody has said this thing is so terrible that it should never see the light of day. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. Um, and so uh, I think the next step will be actually getting in, it in the hands of a professional and uh, seeing what, what drastic changes they think I should make. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yeah. If any drastic changes, maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they think it's think it's just fine in the era of self publishing. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, I will say that uh, one of my uh, favorite books recently um, is uh, one that uh, I, I don't think it was self published. I think it actually was published. And as I was going through it, because of the fact that I was reading it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that I wrote, I found a bunch of uh, a bunch of like spelling and grammatical hiccups in it, mm. and this is this has actually been like legitimately published. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't feel too bad about that. No, no. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how long it takes before um, before it's out there for people to hopefully enjoy. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for you. I think it'll be. I think it'll be really good. Because at the end of the day, it's like I always say to you, and for any potential writers out there listening, um, just do it. Just get it done. Um, even if, like you know, I always said to you, if you never publish it, you never do anything with it. At least you have the knowledge that you got that story out of your system and it's done and it's finished. Um, and if you publish it and say. Only 10 people buy it or read it or whatever. You know, hey, there's 10 more people who, you know, who read it other than nobody if you hadn't finished it. And who knows? Nobody knows. Maybe your your book, that your story that you have floating in your head might be the next big hit. Who knows? So do it and just get it done and then worry about, um, you know, spelling errors and grammatical errors after it's done and out of your system yeah and uh i think i've i've given him a shout out before but uh, c robert cargill who mm-hmm. has written a lot of stuff uh but he wrote uh, uh sinister and uh, dr strange mm-hmm. uh he does a, a podcast called ride along with a guy named uh, david chen mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of uh a lot of uh tips and everything that that they gave that uh, came in handy, but uh, I think the biggest one was he said, you know, it, 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 he, he basically said, give yourself permission to just write a crappy story mm-hmm. and just get through it. 
Yeah. And then once you get once you get through it, then you know that you can. Mm-hmm. And first of all, like if that's your first one, then then actually finishing it is going to be a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in subsequent drafts, like even if it's not perfect, just get it out there and get it finished because it's a lot easier to edit it than it is to to write it. So that's probably the the biggest uh, tip that uh, helped me out the most was people just telling me, just get it done. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot better to have uh, uh, something finished that's kind of crappy because then you know it's kind of crappy and you can fix it mm-hmm. as opposed to just having the idea and not, not doing anything not, with it. Not doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah. so speaking of not doing anything, uh, let's... Uh, Let's uh, not do that again, and let's actually knock out a few episodes every once in a while. Yeah. Especially uh, for Logan's run and mm-hmm. The Running Man. Yeah. Listen, I'm here. But, <laughs> you know where I live. That's true, I do. <laughs> yeah. So I think what it is is just we just need to get a specific day down and just say, okay, on this day we're going to do it. Regardless think, of if we're tired or not. I think so. And then we'll... And then the secret is just get it done. Yes. Amen to that. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you.